0: In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryson Wren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that will help you survive your commute or workday. Hello, and welcome to Bryce and Rand and Netsy Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episodes 17, 18, 19, and 20. Those are covering the episode sections Money, Parties, Spring Fever, School Newspaper, Health, Jealousy, Tests, and lastly when you like someone who is going out with someone else. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast with me as always to break down all things Nedzy Classified is one. Setting off Nanner. Setting off, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, Eckerb. What's up?
0: <laughs> Not much. Are you ready to ace this test because we're have... our opposite personalities?
1: I have my geek card.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm you like
1: know. Geek... This is how Geek Squad got the idea, right?
0: They watched Neds. Yes. Yes. Um, wow Ren. Four? Episodes of Nedzi Classified we have to talk about today.
1: It's in last week we spoke two hours about two.
0: Um, yes. Well, okay. It was really one hour All right, about. That's right. we, we did two, the, We did the draft, and after. then we did the draft. We don't have any draft to do today. That's right. So I assume that this podcast is going to be a quick one. Um, <laughs> uh, no. It, four episodes, we decided let's just do four because let's let's finish this. Let's right. Play.
1: Let's wrap up. Let's be done. Yeah, we gotta we gotta
0: move on to other things, um, other podcasts, uh, other subjects, and so we're gonna do this next week. We're gonna have uh, Mitchell Gonzalez on for the finale. Oh, uh,
1: is he confirmed to be here for the finale? Mitch
0: is confirmed. Uh, he's. I'm waiting on his Venmo so I can give him four dollars to buy the episode. <laughs> uh, so, but assuming that that you know all plays out then yes, he will be here uh, to talk NEDS next week. And uh, so I don't even know how to approach eight segments in one podcast.
1: It, yeah, I ended up taking way more notes than I even planned to. Yes. Like, originally, I was just going to do like a quick uh, summary of what happened in each segment. Yep. But as soon as we got to parties, I started taking very thorough notes.
0: Yes, because it's like, um, I think there's some highlight segments here. Yep. Like, I think spring fever. I think, uh, yeah, parties for sure. Elements of like jealousy. Health completely caught me off guard. <laughs> um, and then obviously the uh, what is it penultimate segment yeah. of when you like someone who's going out with someone else.
1: I uh. I thought this was, a. I think, lumping these four episodes together ended up being a good thing.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah, I we got-
1: We ended up seeing a very clear arc.
0: We did. Yes. Uh, and I'm left, I think, headline tonight, ran. I'm left wondering, Uh, why does Lisa Zemo still talk to Cookie? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's funny you bring that up. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about how uh earlier in the season- Cookie ruined Lisa Zemo's trust completely and then had to rebuild it. Yep. But, like, he's still fundamentally doing the same things he was doing before.
0: Yeah. He, I'm pretty sure in these four segments, every single episode featured one of the segments. The dedicated plot was just Cookie harasses Lisa Zemo in some way or fashion to uh, try to win her heart.
1: These last few episodes are very relationship heavy.
0: Yeah, they are. Not,
1: not, like, not necessarily in a bad way. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is good and handled well. but it's noticeable coming from a otherwise you know Mm -hmm. not all too not this intense with romance series no
0: no so i think um maybe because for the most part i mean the segments are kind of like in each episode the segments are kind of branched together so rather than talk through like the individual segments maybe we want to talk like episode by episode we'll just do our best we'll do our best So, Ren, are you there? No, you're gone.
1: Lost him. Bryce? Yeah, there you go. I got 5G'd. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry.
0: I know. No, we've all been 5G'd before.
1: What were you saying? The episodes are branched?
0: Uh, I was going to say, well, first I'd pitch, let's just talk about, because the episode, the segments in each episodes are kind of connected, so maybe we'll just talk about each episode um but then i was like yeah we'll just we'll, we'll do our best here we'll do our best and i want to do our best rent by talking about money um we've already seen that cookie is fantastic when given a credit card so what could go wrong when it comes to cookie and the rest of the gang trying to raise uh money shoot rent i'm pretty sure we watched this episode last week
1: yeah i think we did right
0: right where they need to raise a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time yeah um,
1: well, well here, here's the thing, mm-hmm, though, Brian. Yeah. Uh, this episode isn't about raising money. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, making sure you commit to your responsibilities and that you don't take out easy loans.
0: Oh, I see.
1: But- uh, I, I, one, one quick second. I yeah. think it's important to point out like, how weirdly mature some of the themes in tonight's episodes were. Because like, in this segment, we have don't take out loans. Yes. And in another segment, we have Halliburton commentary, like censorship of the press. And we'll, we'll discuss that when we get there. But I, I really just want to acknowledge that. More- <laughs>
0: yeah, it was really strange. I liked the um, like I liked some of the, the maturity a little bit. Yeah, um, I didn't expect Ned to be telling me to like how loans work. But at the same time, key lesson for a child to know that if you're taking out a loan, you're going to need to pay a little bit of it back. I assumed that it wasn't going to get that deep into it. There was just going to be like, "Oh, Ned now owes Missy like infinite amount of work and she's going to keep bringing up, oh, like I did give you that $50." Yeah. Cuz we've seen that storyline in 101 shows. Um including Cory in the house, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes. Um but here, no, uh, instead she is like, "You know, you can work some of it off, but at the same time, um it's a loan, so it's going to start gaining interest."
1: missy books
0: yeah uh so i liked that for her i liked that that they had that um seth has a pig living in his basement that was something we learned
1: this was a great night for seth
0: yeah it was he had,
1: he had some like every time he appeared he had a hilarious line
0: he was on fire and he was prominently featured when he hasn't been that featured in the majority of the season to be honest
1: i feel like i feel like you can kind of feel like it's the end yeah. Like they're catering towards the things that I think they think fans mm-hmm. want. And they're right, yeah. you know, I want to see more of stuff. I want Mr. Monroe to come back for one random segment for no reason.
0: I he was back for two.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. He was back He's for health.
0: two. He's the health teacher now yes, as well.
1: Yes, but it, at least they brought him back. Yes, you know? they
0: did. And he has an office. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Um, yes. <laughs> so... Seth yeah Seth is throwing a big party so he hires Moe's Net and Cookie to come and clean up his house before the party. That's I love when how we see the we already
1: set up the next segment here too. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. and it's like okay, well it's it not I love Seth specifies it's not just a party it's a basement party. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Um Cookie is Cookie must have been watching some arrested development cuz he's going to do some um take a page out of Job's book and try to raise money. Through doing a puppet show,
1: I also immediately thought of Franklin Delano Blue. Yeah, uh, I my think I think my favorite part of Cookie and Baxter is when Cookie is drinking the milk and Baxter sounds like he's drowning. <laughs> it's, <laughs> he's just it's so funny.
0: It's um rough to watch Cookie try to shove a giant glass of milk down his mouth, <laughs> um while like gurgling. It, it's visceral it's rough uh but i agree i I liked cookie doing that we didn't say they're they're raising the money to go to a music festival ned Mo, oh, and yeah. cookie that's the their Big thing
1: valley music festival
0: yeah um oh i wrote uh on that note i when i because i'm looking at my notes again i said um when they we first knew they need to make 50 bucks i said why don't they just drown durga <laughs> uh, but it's you know durga's already been drowned they can't drown her again
1: can't drown someone twice no
0: um what else cookie tries magic cookie puts himself in an airtight crate um so he's trying like entertainment like he's gonna entertain yeah. people for money
1: he's doing what he does best
0: yeah um and so babysitting moe's babysits she gets a black eye.
1: i it's honestly like... thought that this <laughs> segment was going to be about moe's overworking herself and ned and Cookie. Yeah. But it ends up being about how you should take your work seriously, and hard work always pays off.
0: It does, yeah. So Moe's, you know, stays true, she does her babysitting gig, and in the end, she has enough money, not just for herself, but to pay off Missy, uh, Cookie and Ned's alone with Missy.
1: A happy ending. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, it's good, right? Missy has bodyguards now as well, so they're gonna yeah. beat Ned up.
1: And they show up a few times.
0: Yes, we see them again uh at the party right uh before the party that's how yeah yeah um yeah money was a it was a, a f- fine time i think that it like started high to an extent i didn't really care for mose and the babysitting
1: yeah me neither this um money mm-hmm. feels like i, I want to figure out what exactly i'm trying to say here money feels like the last regular ned segment yeah before they go like full in on all right Let's build to the end. Yes. Yep. It feels like it can be kind of like a one-off, but it also immediately ties into parties.
0: Yeah. Um, and it does. It transitions directly into it. Because um, Ned, after... But the only other thing worth mentioning in, in Money, Ned eats a ton of oatmeal. Oh, um, yeah. Free, the, easy money. Free, easy money. Gordy helps set him up with that and finds out that the money that Ned makes will go towards his um like retirement fund
1: so. not bad
0: yeah uh you said that like seth powers <laughs> uh,
1: that's my seth impression I hope yeah it's like. good it's good
0: and unexpected too is it because you knew that we were going to seth's basement bash
1: well i want to be i want to fit in
0: <laughs> yes you want to fit in um so here's our setup for seth's basement bash okay um cookie is going to rig spin the bottle to kiss Lisa, okay, that's his plan. Um, doesn't none of that comes to fruition? Actually, no, it,
1: this, <laughs> Cookie ends up failing spectacularly.
0: Yeah. Um, I,
1: this is also like I guess the end for Simone.
0: Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope a justified goodbye to Simone. <laughs> um, and Ned is going to the party with Missy as a date. Uh, and. Ned was worn down by Missy because Missy asked and a lot of like asked over and over, and uh, at one point Missy's bodyguard started to beat Ned up. So
1: at which point, you, you know, why say no, right? Yeah,
0: why say no? It's just a party. Um and Moe's is going to her mission. So now that Feynman's a little bit better at kissing, not he's still not there. He's a little bit better, but uh Mo's is still really not feeling it with Feyman. She wants to kiss Ned to see if. She feels the fireworks.
1: And that's where the rigged bottle comes in.
0: Yeah. Uh, So this was like, this was fun. Uh, There's some, definitely some wrenches thrown into all these plans. And I like it because the segment's set up so well. Like, oh, here are the plans for these characters. And the whole segment is just watching these plans get derailed. Uh, Let's talk Cookie first. Okay. Who goes to go to the party and after last year um, is not allowed back in.
1: Can you uh blame him
0: uh no so last year ren what happened T- uh, paint us the picture because you're usually the the flashback guy
1: so last year everyone's down in seth's basement uh the song party animal starts playing yes he immediately immediately loses control of all his limbs starts gyrating wildly knocks a lamp over it breaks <laughs> up on some drapes and sets the whole house on fire <laughs>
0: Yes, and I gotta say, the song um, is what really made it, uh, and I, I was looking through it, there's a lot of like talking and other noise during it, so it's not a great audio clip, so I didn't pull it on purpose, um, but it's just like, party animal, party animal, it's, it's good, it's a good, Cookie loses control of himself, burns down, uh, almost burns down South-South, we assume that it isn't completely burned down, because it's still standing in the future, um, yeah so cookie's not allowed in but lisa zemo is so cookie is gonna dress as um
1: who else simone Simone.
0: well so i love this and i I mentioned this later but i think now is probably the best time to say it to set us up cookie almost has gone from season one was cookie has a different outfit every episode and so now it's like cookies found out which outfits work and which ones don't and so now he like he just has like four or five different identities more of like a spy like he's putting on different identities to go in and and to do what he needs to do but i like that like we've seen simone this is the third for fourth time now um that we see simone so he's gonna dress as simone get into the party and uh he can't reveal himself right so he finds himself in the position of just needing to keep seth and lisa zemo away from each other all night because seth uh is, is into Lisa Zemo now
1: i mean why not right
0: sure yeah if it moves the cookies plot forward sure yeah um i feel like ren Lisa Zemo really doesn't bring anything to the table
1: she well the thing the problem is mm-hmm. is that she lost all of her personality traits when they got rid of her ner- uh nerdiness yes and like we see fun lisa again tonight mm-hmm. in one of the segments but like season three has committed to a Lisa Zemo who has none of the character traits that defined her in the first two seasons. Yeah. And spends all her time with supporting characters whose presence mean that she can't be spending the time that she would with Cookie anymore. Yeah. And like it works, I think, from a storytelling standpoint, because mm-hmm. it flips what their dynamic was. Yeah. Now Cookie's pining for Lisa, but we have pretty much lost Lisa as a character in a season where we also lost Susie as a character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly. And, like, even Coconut Head and uh, Martin Quirley, like, they they exist a little bit outside of Lisa's emo, but for the most part in these segments, they are strictly there to be, like, her, her backup boys. Like, they're yeah. the ones that are, you know, um, pining for her. So, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like there could be more with Lisa Zemo we got to see her as a great character she's very kind cares a lot about cookie she's smart so it's like weird that all of a sudden and i know cookie's done a lot to lose faith with her um this season <laughs> but like even at the beginning of the season when cookie was trying to gain that faith and he like had no wiggle room it seemed very weird yeah so um i i just feel like and i don't i don't actually know how their story ends up Mm. Um, but I hope that it... I don't know.
1: I can only assume they get together at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because of of other things that we see happen in one of the later segments here. So, um, that's Cookie, and... Well, no, so...
1: (laughs) There's a bit more!
0: Um, he's gonna end up, um, he's gonna end up keeping them away from each other for most of the night until... Uh they're slow dancing and Cookie says play any song but this <laughs> And that's when Party Animal comes back on and Cookie loses himself.
1: And we'll put a pin there and we'll explain what happens after once we get to Ned. Yes.
0: So um Moes is pretty simply gonna sit down to play, spin the bottle. Um, Feeman loses his dog.
1: Yeah, I forgot, what it, what's his dog's name? Jasper? Yeah. Name was called.
0: Yeah, Jasper, uh, Feynman gets a call from his parents. Jasper's gone missing, so Feynman has to leave the party, um, to go look for Jasper. Jasper, we see as Feynman leaves, is at the party.
1: Yep, he followed Famin to the party. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, but while Feynman's distracted with that, Moses is gonna try to kiss, uh, Ned. Uh, essentially, uh, using the paperclip trick that Cookie made, um, it's gonna result in her kissing. Who does she kiss? Like Coconut Head after he's eaten like, uh goat cheese or whatever, like it's bad clam- breath stuff.
1: It's clams, onions, and cheese.
0: Yeah, naturally, which Seth would obviously be throwing at his basement bash. <laughs> um, so that's gonna be there. Uh, she'll kiss him. She'll kiss the dog Jasper. Um, and then, yeah, and then finally she'll she will end up kissing Ned. Right? Does she kiss Feyman again? There. I,
1: don't, I don't remember actually no she doesn't because Feynman comes back yeah and then i think he ends up leaving the spot which is how ned falls in
0: yeah yeah they're gonna kiss um and i will put the pin there Yep. <laughs> to get to talk through ned um ned's gonna have an interesting night ren he does yeah um Everything is going to be fine. He's going to be hanging out with Missy. Things aren't going to be too bad until he sees Susie Crabgrass.
1: I love uh, Seth's line. I bet you're pretty conflicted right now. <laughs> he just comes out of nowhere silently <laughs> in, <living> and leaves.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, he, everything he said was a killer. He, um, Seth's going to say that to him. That's like, you invited her? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um. So she's Lisa, uh sorry, Susie Crabgrass is here. Missy's here. Ned's like, Missy's like, I'm gonna go. Like, tell her that we're together. And Ned's like, no, let me do it. Let me let her down easy. Goes to teller, uh, and is like, oh, I'm here by myself, not here with anyone. And then squeezes a lemon in. Yep. <laughs> her eyes.
1: Just squeezes it right into her eyes. Ouch!
0: Uh <laughs> so fresh, so clean, right, Ren?
1: Like, imagine imagine jenna comes up to you at a party yeah you, know, you, you think you're having a nice little moment she you clearly see her pick up the lemon in her cup and mm-hmm. squeeze it and shoot it into your mouth yeah. and then
0: she's like oh sorry and then like, takes how, off
1: how, how is that an accident
0: no that's why i wear glasses <laughs> to keep something like that from happening right what
1: if, it, what if it's really acidic and it melts through the glass oh
0: no um Listen, if something acidic enough to melt glass, touch, like goes <laughs> to my glasses, friend, um, I'm good. I'm good. Count me out. Uh, right? Cause I'm like um, uh, I have a question. You seen Roger Rabbit?
1: Yeah, I love Roger Rabbit. Okay,
0: you know the the uh Toon Goo?
1: The Toon Goo? Yeah, I know the Toon Goo.
0: That like melts the toons. Yeah. So, if a human touches that, what happens?
1: Good question. Like uh... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of like, you know, s- uh, salt can kill a snail, but it doesn't kill us, right?
0: Yeah, because it could just be, like, boiled Mountain Dew, right? It's green.
1: Yeah, I guess for us, it could just, like, it could feel like putting your hand through some boiled Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah. Would that be extra hurting, because it would be acidic and hot?
1: Good question. Let me look. Let, does hot get rid of acidic?
0: <laughs> Do they cancel each other out? <laughs> <laughs> uh tell me what was the first result there red
1: uh flushing out toxins it also helps in breaking down of the foods and energizes the digestive system
0: so we should boil mountain dew and then drink it
1: let's boil our mountain dew before we drink it sounds
0: good um ned's gonna get rid of missy ned's like i gotta get rid of missy so i can be with Susie at this party um well, Missy's going to be like, like, which I thought was, was risque for Nickelodeon. Yeah, Missy's right? like, here's a small dark room. Let's go inside of it. Or so something Ned like that. In. So Ned goes in and shuts the door on her and locks himself in. He has a plan to, um, to get out of there and make Missy think he's trapped. And Missy, uh, he knows Missy very well.
1: Yes, at this point he it's too bad. I actually would have liked to see Ned and Missy together, yeah, I think we have a very fun, weird dynamic that works,
0: yeah, I know i i I like it too. um, we don't get that instead, um, Ned's gonna get through the door, so he's fine while Missy's away. Missy's gonna come back down and sl- uh use a sledgehammer.
1: I think I thought it was an axe
0: or an axe is it here's here's Missy, so what we're doing. Uh, and break it open, to which Ren, I did clip, uh, we get Seth saying...
1: That's my parents' favorite door! <laughs> Seth is just comedic gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ren, do you have a favorite door?
1: A favorite door? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my bedroom door, I like that one.
0: It's a good one, right?
1: By you, what's um, your favorite door?
0: Um... I like screen doors, not like, uh, ooh, like, um, like, Eastern, like, Eastern world screen doors. Alright. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know you Um, yeah, those are good. Do you think that's where the word adore comes from? Like, people having their favorite door?
1: I mean, now that I've heard Seth say it, I think so. Yeah.
0: Rank, can you say, I, ad- I ad- uh, adore, adore uh, I door"?
1: I adore, I adore, doors, door.
0: I adores door, doors. Yeah, you can't.
1: I adore doors. Door.
0: I adore doors. Door.
1: I adore doors. Door. Wow, that was go. pretty
0: good. It was really good. Thanks. Um, all right. So Ned is out. Missy gets thrown out of the party, uh, and at th- so Ned's gonna be able to be with Susie all night long. Right?
1: Wrong. Wait, why? Because Ned grew a conscience. Oh, she realize you shouldn't bring a girl to a party and then ditch her for another girl you like a little better.
0: I got you. Um. So, yeah, he's going to see Missy uh banging on the door outside. And it's a glass door and he's going to confess to Susie. Like, same thing with Susie Crabgrass, though. Like, why is it every time she sees Ned, she's like, hey, Ned. Like she should revile this boy.
1: <laughs> what do you what's what what has Ned ever done to Susie? Besides um, squeezed lemon in her eyes?
0: Squeezed lemon <laughs> screamed at her over the phone um <laughs> multiple times, saying they were gonna break up. Um he broke up with her when he found out she was leaving.
1: Yep, that's right.
0: Wasn't even like, let's try this. Um and yet so even here, Ned tells her and she's like, Oh, I kinda figured. Nice seeing you, Ned. I gotta go. My dad's here. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. She's, like, such a better character than the show has given her any credit for.
1: They really don't know what to do with Susie.
0: Yeah. Um. Alright. Uh, and and I, so...
1: I, no, hold, before we move on, Yeah. I, I think you may have tapped into why I think Ned and Missy work. It's mm-hmm. because they both kind of suck. Yeah. Like, Ned's a bad partner. But mm-hmm. so is Missy, so it complements each other. Yeah. And leads to genuinely funny interactions. Whereas with Ned and Susie, like, Susie is just so sincere in her interactions with Ned that you, it's hard to find his shenanigans endearing when he's just so self-sabotaging.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna say so selfish. Like, Ned is always so self-centered. So, like, what is, like, what do I'm working on my thing. Yeah. Like, this is my problem that I have going on about me. Um no yeah he's not a good partner at all so he is going to tell her she's gonna leave um and so everything at this party is gonna be great for the rest of the night until uh the party animal comes on (laughs) cookie loses control and starts gyrating again to which he knocks over another lamp Right? No,
1: no. He rips off his wing. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it. (laughs) He he rips off the wing to reveal to the whole room um, that he is Cookie and not Simone. People are confused. Um,
1: Of course, Simone's been at their school for years now.
0: Yeah, well, she was and then she wasn't. Like, she transfers in and out like a few days at a time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a
1: weird schedule.
0: Simone, while gyrating and dancing um, also is gonna beat everyone up around um
1: knocks a bunch of people out they're presumably trapped inside once the fire happens yes
0: uh i would say there's a body count to this fire
1: oh for this time definitely yeah like i'm I'm saying at least four people
0: mm-hmm. um and you know they're gonna be trapped maybe can't get upstairs if only they had an axe but unfortunately <laughs> missy grabbed the emergency fire axe um and she probably took it with her when she was thrown out she so. definitely took it with her yeah um in the midst of all this, Ned is going to get kind of tossed around, thrown onto the couch next to Mose, where the bottle will land on him. They're gonna kiss, we're gonna get fireworks, they're gonna say, is it hot in here?
1: As smoke and fire uh, fill the background and children run yeah. up the stairs.
0: Yeah, if it weren't for the fact there were three episodes after this, I would have thought that this was it.
1: Like the finale?
0: I, I would have thought that maybe this was it for Ned and Moe's.
1: Oh, oh You I know,
0: the ghost of Durga. Drowned durga once durga comes in she says i want my 60 bucks (laughs) (laughs) doesn't get her money but instead you know gets her sweet vengeance
1: oh bryce yeah i'm not feeling too well
0: Uh oh ren what's wrong
1: i think i have spring fever
0: oh that's a thing
1: uh yeah springtime baby
0: i don't think that's a thing
1: everyone's craving change
0: they are uh, craving change. They want to be closer to the people that they're already close with. Uh, Coconut Head wants to claw his way outside of any window he can find.
1: Well, uh, I like Crubbs' little detail that nine kids <laughs> ran away for a week yeah. last year because of Spring Fever. Yes. And Quirley and Coconut Head were two of them.
0: Yes, they look at each other like, oh, shoot. Um, They are, like, if it weren't for the fact this was an audio medium, Ren... That I would have clipped a lot of coconut head and (laughs) Quirley trying to escape through windows because every time it showed them, their faces were like uh, pressed against things. They were like really pushing other people, making faces.
1: The physical comedy in this segment specifically was great. Yes. Uh, My I think my favorite bit is when Ned is on the ropes and trying to swing into the window, and he like (laughs) he comes so close to grabbing him.
0: Just ragdolls down. <laughs> yes, because uh, the premise here is pretty much all the kids are trying to get outside. Um, Mose is trying to figure out between Ned and Femin, has to do some spring cleaning. Um, so she's like, oh, I'm distracting myself by doing spring cleaning. Um, someone in this segment, I don't know what the context says, says put an egg in your shoe and split. Oh, it's Krebs. tells them all to put an egg in your shoe and split. Ren, has anyone ever said this?
1: No one in the history of this planet has ever even thought that.
0: Yeah, no one's ever put those words in a uh in that order. Before. Oh, speaking
1: of putting eggs in your shoes, have you been watching Moon Knight?
0: Uh I've watched the first three. I d I haven't watched this week's. Um I don't love it. I honestly and like I'm gonna sound I don't know how to not sound dumb when I say this, Ren. <laughs> it's very confusing (laughs) it's very it's very confusing well okay i so it's my own issue Uh i say that when it's been on i've like half watched it
1: okay
0: so um which i don't normally do with marvel shows this one i had like zero investment in so i was like i can like put this on and half watch like this is something to have on while i play angry birds (laughs) um because it's 2004 or whatever right and um i I can't half watch it and so but i've already half watched three episodes and so i don't want to go back and watch them
1: it's i've read
0: the summaries yeah of the first three episodes and it kind of makes more sense but
1: it it hasn't been my favorite of the marvel show yeah and i think for me my biggest disconnect with it mm-hmm. is like coming off peacemaker yeah and like the Moon Knight marketing being like, oh, this is going to be, like, the most violent, mature Marvel show yet.
0: I can't believe they said that. I, yeah, they,
1: I'm baffled. It's like, there's sometimes a little bit of blood. Mm-hmm. Like, the... I forget if it's the third or second episode, but there's a scene where, like, uh, Oscar Isaac just stabs a guy in the gut and he pulls out the knife, and there's, like, a little bit of red blood on the tip. Mm. Like, that was inside of a man. Like, I know it's Marvel, and I'm not asking for, like, up gore. No. But, like... This this was, like, the one opportunity you mm. had to actually do something a bit more, you know, visceral with the violence. Yeah. And it's yeah. just it's the same shit as it always is.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't love... Um, It feels, like, in the grand scheme of everything else happening in the Marvel Universe right now, it feels... Well, first of all, feels a little bit irrelevant. It does. But also feels like, how is this happening in the same world as everything else going on right now
1: like um, Bo, this has been a whole phase about multiverse stuff and now we're getting like the e- mummy adventure
0: egyptian gods that have that are very very similar to the eternals in that they've been around for a long time but have agreed to not do uh do anything in regards to man so i mean like i'll i probably will watch like the uh what is it four five and six yeah um so and there might maybe it ends up connecting maybe it this just exists on it as its own thing which is fine like yeah. i i don't think everything needs to be linked back but if it's not going to be linked back or like directly tied in with something i think it has to be really really solid um,
1: I, I don't think this has been really really solid no
0: the acting like that's been uh, oscar isaac is fantastic yeah he's great he's he fantastic was, he
1: was perfect uh fit yeah the
0: role. yeah um Ren, uh wanna know what else is a really good fit. What Bryce? Putting an egg in your shoe. <laughs> uh what does it feel like?
1: You you got the yolk you got the eggshells. Mm. Yeah. I mean it's gotta yeah. hurt, right? But maybe the yolk makes it feel good.
0: What if like April Fool's Day is a prank? Like Nicole just filled your shoes up with like uh like not the eggs, but like cracked the eggs open. Like into your <laughs> shoes
1: so when i put my feet into my shoes i just stepped in yolk
0: um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is that is, is do you think that's something they do
1: See, that'd, be, that'd be an interesting prank
0: yeah okay uh put an egg in your shoe and split
1: Ooh, okay i have a prank for you okay what if you made an omelette like every morning you make an omelette and you hide it in jenna's pillow Okay, so that way, so that like over the course of like a month her pillows getting fluffier and fluffier. She doesn't know why. Yep. And oh. it also has a rotting egg smell.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, it's really gonna throw everyone off as they're gonna say, why are you making an omelette every day that you're not eating and then bringing it upstairs?
1: <laughs> well, that's what you have to do when everyone's still asleep.
0: Okay, so, so even when she's it asleep, sleep. it's like the so Tooth Fairy.
1: <laughs> exactly. Sneaky omelettes. So while like in whatever time of night that Jenna is at her sleepiest, you you sneak the omelet in her pillow.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. Yeah, I'll give it a try. And if she's upset, Ren, I know who to send her to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, old Lisa Zemo comes back. That that part's kind of fun, right? So this Cookie has uh his one day of the month with Lisa Zemo or something like that.
1: Yeah, remember at the start of the season when he wanted to hang out with her and he, yeah. she had the Lisa waiting list?
0: Okay, so this is that.
1: This is this is the payoff this... from all the way at the beginning of the season?
0: Yes. Um, and it's on Spring Fever Day, so it's the day that Lisa Zemo's allergies are back. And Cookie spends the whole episode unsure of how to treat this human being.
1: <laughs> now that Lisa <laughs> isn't pretty in his eyes anymore, he's been <laughs> about what he feels yeah well, in, in his defense she sneezed all over the guava. she's pretty
0: gross yeah
1: like that. that's just being rude
0: yes uh but she also in her defense she hasn't been like this for a while that's true yeah but she has been like that for the majority of her life
1: also true so okay. i'm saying shouldn't sneeze on the guava didn't deserve the way that cookie treated her yeah
0: either. okay i think that's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh what else um Oh, Missy, all episode long, is gonna be hunting Ned down.
1: Yeah, she's got the fever and wants to kiss him.
0: Yep. Um, whether it's Ned's in the vents, Missy's hunting him down in the vents, uh, Ned's gonna try to sneak out in a disguise as a lunch lady, Missy's gonna also be in the disguise. It's fun. It's fun. Um, ah, this is a wonderful lockdown picnic. Uh, Lisa Zemo says to Cookie
1: guava full of snot
0: yeah did rent um did you ever have any lockdown picnics is is this a covid reference
1: do you, i think ned's predicted it
0: okay Do
1: um, you think we should add it to the conspiracy theories
0: yeah do we have an ongoing list well we do right like ned's time travel influences community which also was backed up again in one of these segments yep um so they like to be honest though i know i'm jumping ahead here the writers, like, there's either a similar writer, the writers of Community watched Ned's, like, there is something. There there's have, no there way. To be a connection. There's no way, like, both because the shows match each other very similarly in style. Um,
1: Maybe like people who were young hmm. enough to work on Ned's as like interns or PAs are now were old enough to write for Community when it was airing. Huh. You know that I think that timeline adds up a bit it does what? it
0: does. I'd buy that um,
1: oh, I right. have another one to add to the Ned's time travel conspiracy, yeah, what is that? uh, cookie invents deep fake technology how uh when he plasters the uh cu- the hotter face of Lisa onto current, oh face. yes,
0: yes, um, so. He- he does that to try to make everything more bearable. But unfortunately, that blocks his view and he falls off. <laughs> um, so it's not a perfected technology.
1: Not yet. It's going to take a few more years to get there. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, this is where they got the idea.
0: Um, haughty or snotty, she's the girl for me, is what Cookie decides on.
1: I mean, uh, he's he's growing up.
0: Yeah. Um, Mose is who's been spring cleaning this whole segment, ignoring Feynman. Feynman wants to like be with her or whatever. She's ignoring him. Uh, Talks to Chopsaw. Chopsaw hears what Moza has to say and then handles it himself by telling Feynman he needs to kiss better, which is inappropriate. Uh,
1: Wait a second, you're telling me none of your middle school teachers ever told you you needed to kiss better? (laughs) Well, when I say it out loud, I guess I hear it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um... Famin has to do lip ups, shopsaw suggests mm. Mm. Um, and that's it, oh, so uh just so you know, red yeah, off topic. Uh, I just got the notification on my computer, so Jenna must be playing Lego Star Wars because I just got the notification, episode five has been completed.
1: oh wow, so i'll uh, I'll let her I'll say good job. Can you can conc-
0: yeah, send her a congrats or something. I think uh, she'd appreciate it.
1: Five.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. She okay. just did *Empire Strikes Back*. Um, uh, I was like, "Why am I getting a gaming achievement right now?" And that's—I forgot. She's upstairs playing. So, uh, that's pretty much it. Fabian kisses Moe's. It's improved. Most things. This is better. So not. Yeah, he, he did fantastic. the lip off. Uh, shop yeah.
1: saws advice paid off.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Ren, let's talk Hallie Burton.
1: <laughs> Finally
0: yeah um so hallie burton is the school financial officer who oversees the school is working on a big
1: oh bryce bryce i have to stop you for one second Mm because you're gonna have to address this okay Uh, jenna messaged me he just signed me out
0: i didn't do anything (laughs) what does that mean
1: i think you just signed her out bryce
0: Hold on. Yeah? Sorry, you're on speaker right now. I signed you out? Yeah, it said Bryce signed out. Oh, I signed out. I didn't sign you out. No, it said Bruce signed out. So are you signed out now? Can you still play? I think I can go back in. Okay. Okay. I just got a, the notification on my computer. Maybe it's because I clicked on it?
1: Yeah, because I think you then clicked, signed in on your computer.
0: Oh, I got you by clicking on it. Okay. Alright, you got this. Bye. See? Messed it all up. worked out in the end. It did. Glad we <laughs> did that. Um, Rent, let's talk Halle Burton.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what in a <laughs> weird thing for Ned's to do?
0: Yeah. Um let's do a whole segment in which uh Mr. Monroe is back. He's going to say I'm back. I don't care about my job. I'm going to help the kids whistleblow. <laughs> and <laughs> via the school newspaper.
1: The Howler. Yep. Can you imagine living with penguins for a year and just abandoning them?
0: <laughs> How many eggs Was Monroe sitting on That he left
1: How many fatherless eggs are just waiting yeah. <laughs> Well presumably We don't see him in the finale I think So presumably he goes back Yeah. He does the right thing and returns to his family
0: Yep yeah, after health class he's like Ugh I can't stick around Um Did you notice in the credits for this segment That he replaces Gordy
1: I did notice that oh, For this
0: episode yeah Gordy got shafted, so some Monroe and I was like, maybe, maybe it's because Monroe's in it, but uh, Gordy isn't. No, <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. So Halle Burton is like the financial officer of the school. He's gonna, um, he's gonna be all about the new addition that the school is building. I'm very excited about that, and he's going to, uh raise some eyebrows as the school newspaper starts to write and recognize that the school cafeteria made like nine kids sick last week and it's because they were serving food that was bad
1: yeah they they're getting fruit from a new vendor and mm-hmm. all the fruit is black
0: yep they will then get scolded by crubs and hal e burton saying you know this is a bad newspaper you should write instead about mr sweeney's new pet uh gerbil rat thing thing. yeah the rodent
1: they call it a rat thing
0: Mm -hmm. um and so seth powers here so we haven't set up like who's involved in this yeah uh cookie Moe's, ned are all working on the school paper as is seth um seth powers is going to when the kids are talking afterwards, after they get scolded, about should we keep doing this, Seth is going to say our free speech is protected by the Statue of Liberty.
1: <laughs> Great line.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess it is if your free speech is, like, on the other side of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> but I, if that's the case, I don't want Seth Powers to ever watch um, Cloverfield.
1: You think he'd be upset?
0: Yeah. Have you watched Cloverfield? You're familiar?
1: Oh, I know Cloverfield. Yeah,
0: the monster takes the head and tosses it. <laughs>
1: Have you, cross seen, New York City. have you seen Team Planet of the Apes? No. We, uh, next, next time we do a no. tournament, we'll have uh, movies where the Statue of Liberty is destroyed or something.
0: Well, I think we're good, Ren, because I'm pretty sure there's five Planet of the Apes.
1: Oh yeah, good point. But we, so, you know the Cloverfields can be in there too, though.
0: There's only three.
1: It, it'll be like a Planet of the Apes Cloverfield fawn.
0: Sure, okay. Um, Alright, so... This, that's gonna say that line. Cookie's whole thing. Do we? Um, I don't. This might be a situation where I just left the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what happens to Cookie here. Cookie does Cookie, the horoscope.
1: Cookie, Cookie, yes. Cookie has a horoscope column that he yep. like uses to control people until yes. he they he creates bring Cookie a gift day. Yes,
0: and so does anything like happen they, after that?
1: They chase him and attack him.
0: To give him a gift? Or did they find out that it was him that wrote it? They
1: figure out... Okay, so here's what happens at the end of Cookie's plot. Yeah. So Cookie does the horoscope. Uh, Evelyn's been watching him the whole episode in the background. At the right. End, at the very end, all the kids are like, who's, who's writing this? Who's making us give Cookie gifts? And Evelyn says, It's Cookie. Yeah. And then they attack him. Yeah. And Loomer has a mace.
0: Yes, well, rightfully so, because the day before Bring Cookie a Gift Day was everyone... At, uh, it was, like, all Gemini's beat-up Loomer... Or something like that. <laughs> so Do you follow uh the horoscopes?
1: Not at all. You of know that?
0: No. Star signs? Any of that?
1: No, not even remote. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I feel bad. It's like I, I agree. Like I think it's a bunch of gibberish. Yeah. But some people are and eh, that's why, yeah, that's who I am.
1: Like it has like a fun little appeal to it. It does.
0: Yeah. People always always ask me, like, oh Bryce, what are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I've gone my entire life like and they tell me. And I'm like, okay, if that's, sure, that's what you wanted me to be.
1: Like, the thing thing about horoscopes and, like, star signs and, like, Mm -hmm. the personality traits they ascribe to you is that you can attribute just about any trait or any quirk to yourself in the right context. Exactly. Literally, you can read through any horoscope and say, oh, this is me, this is me, this (laughs) is me, this is me. Because, you know, as a human being, you are a multifaceted person. Yeah. You're not always going to be 100% consistent.
0: I think Cookie realized this and totally preyed on it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, Ned and Moe's are they're the ones that are doing like the undercover detective work here. So after they get told that they can't do anything else that hurts the school, we learned that the ceiling tiles are going to be falling down. Uh they're like falling and hitting people, uh hitting kids. Gordy Asked for the money to repair them, but never got them. So.
1: But from what we know from Season 2, anything destroyed in the school is replaced.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of financially questionable things here at James K. Polk.
1: I mean, with a guy like Hal E. Burden in charge.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so... It's all gonna come to a head when. So, Mr. Monroe. What else? So they report on the tiles, and then it's like, no, but really, shut this down. This is inappropriate. Halle Burton's gonna shred, uh, Krubz's jacket.
1: Yeah, it's a bad jacket. So now Krubs is a purple one that doesn't match.
0: Yeah, Halle Burton's upset at this school that keeps publishing this stuff. Uh, and Mr. Monroe is the source for all of it.
1: That's right. He's Deep Wolf.
0: <laughs> Which, Ren, like. What a risky thing. Why is he using the school newspaper to take down the school and not the public, <laughs> like, the local press?
1: He's taking down the school from the inside?
0: Yeah. Turning the- starts with the kids. Turning the kids against the school. Um,
1: This, this whole segment, it's like a dream. Yeah. It, it and, feels like- I can't even believe Nickelodeon allowed it to air. And, like, not because it does anything particularly bad or offensive- but because it takes such a clear stance against media censorship mm. and Halliburton specifically as a company.
0: Well, okay, so in the end, the press wins. Yeah. The press does win.
1: Well well but true, like true press wins. Free press.
0: Yes. Yes. Because of the Statue of Liberty.
1: <laughs> the Statue of Liberty saves <laughs> them all.
0: Keeps us keeps us free. Uh and so as a result, Ren, uh, Monroe, he's going to tell them again about, is it not the tiles? What else? Uh, what's the last little tidbit? Something else. Pool? The pool? The pool? Is there a pool?
1: Hallie Burton is building himself a pool.
0: That's what it is. So they tell him that. And Monroe's like, you can't tell anybody that this came from me. Because they find out it's him. Because, uh... What, Seth turns the lights on or something?
1: So they used a, a photo of Monroe in the dark, but Seth didn't like it. That's it what it dark. was. So he gets a clearer photo of him.
0: Yes, so he prints a clear photo of Monroe as the source in the center of the story about the financial officer's new pool.
1: He does leave him unnamed, though.
0: Yes, does leave him unnamed. <laughs> um But the, yeah, the picture was so bad, so I used a better one, Seth says. And so, the kids are like, oh no, and this is after the press, ad- the newspaper had already been distributed. So they asked Seth Rand, and don't worry, I got it, they asked Seth, uh, Seth, uh, t- how many did we print? To which he says,
1: 12. No, wait, 400.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how many? 12. No, wait, 400.
1: <laughs> Where did twelve come from? <laughs> what did he think
0: they were asking?
1: Poor Seth.
0: Yeah, how many months in a year? Twelve. And then the question registers. Never mind, they weren't asking that. They were asking about how many newspapers I printed. No, wait, four hundred. <laughs> it's not good. Um. Yeah. No. Krubs takes them down. Uh. This paper gets distributed. Uh. Everyone is upset. Krubs is also really upset. Yeah, because... he didn't
1: know that there was a that there was budget missing.
0: Yeah, so I assume Halle Burton's arrested.
1: I mean, Monroe tells him to get a lawyer.
0: Yeah, lawyer up.
1: Hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Delete Facebook.
0: <laughs> uh, is that part of the uh, Miranda rights?
1: <laughs> That's uh, you what the... to do when you get divorced on Reddit. Yeah,
0: you have you have the. <laughs> you have the... The uh the right to remain silent. Anything and everything can be used against you in the court of law. Uh, hit the gym. Delete Facebook. Lawyer up. Lawyer up. <laughs> Man, all right. Um, let's keep going, Ren.
1: Yeah, let's talk about this segment where uh, Ned doesn't wipe his ass well enough.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be. I want. <laughs> let's breeze through this one. I don't think there's a lot to say here. Uh, these kids are disgusting. That's the headline.
1: Yeah. Uh. I eat, I poop, done.
0: Yeah, that's what... This is Ned's quote, right? That's yeah. like, what is it to learn about health? That's, that's all I got. Yeah, they... um. Uh, Go to health class, essentially... Like, uh, Moe's and Larry... Uh, <laughs> what a love story. Um, there's this... Uh, doll... What is it called? First aid training doll. Larry. Larry that they have to practice CPR on. And so Moe's is supposed to go and do it, but Larry's disgusting. So Moe spends some of the episode cleaning him up. Ned accidentally throws Larry out the window because Ned can't uh got itchy body parts. And um yeah, Larry falls. Cookie is going to watch Larry the body fall. And then Cookie is led to believe that uh, it's actually Feynman.
1: Who Moses killed.
0: Who Moses killed. So Cookie goes he's for about like
1: he's a bad kisser.
0: Six or seven minutes here believing that um Moses killed Feynman because he's a bad kisser. Yep. And then he goes to tell Mr. Monroe about it. Because Mr. Monroe's like, if you need anything, like you can always talk to me. Cookie goes to tell him when he goes to tell him uh his office is empty, but Cookie does see out the window, Mr. Monroe and uh Gordy and Moe's all burying the body.
1: Who he believes to still be Who He believes
0: Man. is Faiteman. Uh they're burying it because uh the same rule that Ren referenced earlier if something's destroyed or missing in the school, they can replace it. So um yeah, uh Cookie learns the truth. Uh, And then, well, first Cookie approaches them and says, I'm going to give you until the end of the day to confess, otherwise I'm calling the cops. Which, if you genuinely believe someone murdered someone else, that is not a good thing to say.
1: Bryce, you have to remember that Cookie is currently going through mood swings.
0: True. Yeah, so you think that but he's now having a healthy breakfast like, he has a breakfast before this, so I think he should be okay now. Well, the healthy
1: breakfast is cancelled out by the trauma of watching a man die.
0: That's true. Okay, true. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Even if it's your friends, though, I'm not going to be like, listen, like, Ren, like, if I saw you, like, kill someone, I'm not going to be like, Ren, I'm going to give you till the end of the day, otherwise I'm going to call the cops.
1: If I saw you kill someone, Mm -hmm. I'd reach out to you first.
0: So you would? You would give this approach?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm, like, I, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not Mm -hmm. coming to you to, like, threaten, like, oh, Bryce, I'm going to go to the cops. I just want to see what happened, you know?
0: Why would you, okay. I'll figure out, like,
1: did you have a good reason to do this? Was it justified? Well, so let- if you killed someone, mm-hmm. I can only imagine you must have had a very, very good reason. Okay. Okay. Like from from my perspective.
0: I got you. Well, so let's take the us out of this. <laughs> if if because if I'm just thinking, if I see someone else kill someone else, yeah. and I approach them, I'm well, I'm not gonna approach them.
1: <laughs> well, you know they have killing intent now. Yes. They yes, they have the bloodlust. They've yes. it. Yes.
0: Um, Mr. Sweeney. Uh, uh, Okay, I was going to say one thing to set this up, but I won't say that. All I'm going to say is Mr. Sweeney likes to eat hot dogs in the hallway, uh, which seems odd, does it not, in this the middle whole, of the school day?
1: This whole segment is bizarre.
0: Uh, Mr. Sweeney is found choking in the hallway alone on a hot dog by Ned. <laughs>
1: He, it, 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 I think it's better than that. It's better than that. You're mm. underselling it, I think. Ned turns a corner into an empty hallway. Yes. Sweeney is already there, red-faced. He, he has, like, his hand up holding a hot dog. Uh-huh. Clearly, visibly choking. Which means he has just been standing here in the <laughs> hallway, either choking or eating the hot dog until he just started choking. Like, yeah. It, it's bizarre, no matter how you interpret
0: it it's like in a video game when you encounter like a cutscene, and <laughs> so you see like those characters standing around waiting and you know like when you enter that area the cutscene will start oh, it's kind of that
1: as soon as you walk <laughs> in
0: yeah um and so ned saves sweeney which is nice um and in return sweeney gives ned telecom powder all right that's it that's all i have to say <laughs> about health
1: you don't have anything more to say about ned's itchy ass
0: I don't. I, it's, it's gross. It's disgusting. So Ned weird. It's covers.
1: Weird. Yeah. Why? 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 Why this?
0: Well, so the topic of like puberty, Ren. Yeah. Like there are so many things you could do. The end of the episode even alludes to it. Ned smells. Yeah. Just do that. Ned smells. But instead, they're like, you know, a common problem is people having, uh, you know, people who don't wipe thoroughly. Itchy enough. and uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, embarrassing itches. Like, um
1: what what uh, Wait, why why this why is this Ned's plot
0: <laughs> um I don't know, and it makes me uncomfortable that's why I just wanna <laughs> i I don't because i don't what commentary do I have on it like nothing <laughs> Ned needs to do better, taking care of himself, he needs to clean himself better
1: oh, I love uh what what does Sweeney say, oh yeah, make sure your mom watches your underwear.
0: Bleaches it. Ble- have your mom bleach your underwear?
1: Is it was it bleach? I thought it was just wash.
0: Yeah. Nope.
1: What a foul boy! What a dirty young man!
0: <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: Um. Right. Imagine if that got out. Ned's worried about uh the him going into the girls' bathroom like four years ago, but
1: this, this is what he should really be embarrassed mm-hmm. about
0: um all right Ren. so last night I uh maybe uh 2 a.m yeah uh was it or was it earlier i don't know i sent you a picture of ned in a denim uh well it wasn't ned it was one forty-two a.m i sent you a, a picture of a man in a denim jacket yes, yes you did i said is that genuine denim <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, you will understand after watching this now that I ask that because Ned wears denim for a segment.
1: Yeah, because he needs a jacket to give Moe's.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, this is jealousy that we're going to talk about here. Uh, This is a continuation of the Ned, Moe's, Missy, Cookie, Evelyn dynamics that we've been encountering here.
1: Are you the jealous type, Bryce?
0: So when I was Ned's age, yes. And in fact, I think this episode, I'm going to say this episode did me some damage when I was a kid. So watching this now, so I definitely had, you're familiar with like nice guy syndrome.
1: Yes, I am. I
0: for sure had that um, in high school. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm super nice to you. Like, why would you not want to go out with me? Like those two things like were connected in my head. I was like, I do so much for you. I show you that I care about you. I'm nice to you. Like, why wouldn't you want to go out with me? Like, this is a you problem, not a me problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is essentially Ned's tip in this episode. It, is... this,
1: <laughs> this episode in general, I think, gives some bad advice. For, yeah. Like like, uh, misplaced advice about how to handle relationships. Just, like, the whole concept mm-hmm. of waiting for someone. Yep. Like, <sighs> every single relationship is different everyone's Mm -hmm. connection to any individual person is going to be inherently different Mm -hmm. but like the problem is the people who are like oh i want to wait for this person they usually don't have like a meaningful connection to this person no it's just a very superficial attraction Mm -hmm. which is like which is cookie yes feelings for lisa it's completely superficial it's not built on anything genuine or you know in in his eyes it's not genuine or Mm -hmm. you know you know what i'm saying
0: i do i do not treating it right no he has no clue and it's the same thing like cookie's like i'm gonna be nice to lisa and she's gonna like me for no other reason than because i'm being nice to her
1: and there's so much more to it than that
0: yeah um and so kind of like ned because ned gives the advice ned's like oh person you like is either like (laughs) like not dating or seeing someone else like be nice to them like be pretty much what you think their significant other would be, even if they have another significant other just like you know, keep your boundaries clear. um it's like no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, you can be friends with them, but like you like you gotta respect the person. Um, whoever it is other person, and you know not do that.
1: It's, um it's like yeah. one of the few instances mm-hmm. where Ned's tips come off childish and mm-hmm. they're not meant to. You can tell that this is what the writers sincerely believe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um so that's like the setup here that kind of gave me like a little bit of a sour taste here. But I got to say there's some solid solid stuff here.
1: Oh, there's some really hilarious stuff in the segment.
0: So, uh what was your favorite thing here? My
1: my absolute favorite mm-hmm. thing is when Seth comes up to Moses. Yep. Out of nowhere, after eight months, he yeah. wants her back, and then slaps Feynman with a white glove. <laughs> in which Feynman takes out his own white glove, uh-huh. slaps Seth in retaliation, and they just start slapping each other with white gloves. Yes. Oh, and then they're joust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they joust. Um, and I was so excited when Loomer got in on the fight as well yep. for Moses' honor. Uh, and Moe's throughout the segment like references it. She's like, "Yeah, they're fighting for my honor." <laughs> like someone at one point is like, "Where's Famin? And she's like, "Oh, he's he's fighting for my honor." Like you know, it is what it is. Uh, so love that. Love Loomer joining in on it. Uh, See, so, yeah, so I feel like we've been getting so much Seth. We have not been getting a lot of Loomer. That's true. Um, so I'm glad we got him here. And um, Evelyn eats flowers at one point here. Oh, Evelyn.
1: I, I want yeah. to point out one other thing I thought was hilarious in this segment.
0: I know what what it is, but yep. go ahead.
1: The, yeah. the fake girlfriend that Gordy <laughs> makes for Cookie. But everything about it. The, the Larry model. Yep. With, with the awful makeup, the dress, yep. the arms strung up, mm. the dark lighting. The I dark... saw it and just immediately started laughing.
0: Yes, it's the... Uh, and then he, Gordy did did the sound effects for the doll, and so Gordy's on like, on a, like a little recording device being like, Cookie's so hot! <laughs> uh, like, and it just says those things at like, every 10 or 15 seconds. Hysterical. I was crying. Um, when I, I watched these episodes in the middle of the night last night, crying. They were so funny.
1: My, my favorite part is when Cookie shouts, I'm ruined! Mm-hmm. Like holding back tears.
0: because <laughs> uh, uh, and Gordy's so proud of it. He's like, "Oh, wait till you see the animation aspect." As he lifts up the arms and it <laughs> looks slept, like, cookie. yeah, and they they look like some uh like horror movie creature from uh yeah. like The Ring or something. <laughs> some Guillermo del Toro stuff here. Um, yes, and so Gordy makes that because. Cookie finds himself in a lie. He wants to make Lisa Zemo jealous by implying that he has a new uh, girlfriend who's tall and has dark hair. And Lisa <laughs> Zemo uh, hears, and Cookie's like, "You're gonna love when you meet her at lunch." And Lisa's like, "Oh, I'm sure I will." So that's when this how this whole thing happens. Hell, so good.
1: It's so funny.
0: Yeah. Um, and the re like reusing Larry as the doll. It's so funny. Um. But yeah, it's good. Um, Evelyn is gonna beat up that Larry doll though, and sit down across from Cookie, and that's when Lisa's gonna see Evelyn and Cookie sitting with each other and be like, "Oh, it was Evelyn that you're dating. I'm happy for you."
1: And now they are dating. And
0: now they're dating. Yeah. So, nice job, Cookie. You did it. Um, Moe's. Is into Ned and Ned doesn't realize, right? So that's kind of what we have here. Yeah. Um, and she's gonna really be in deep when Ned asks Mose, "Hey, pretend to be my girlfriend to make Missy jealous." Or well, not to make Missy jealous, but to make to Missy get, think. To get yeah, rid of. Yeah. See? To make Missy think, oh, like, you know, I don't need you, Missy. I have Mose. Um. And Missy's afraid of Mose. That's like something that's established. So that's why Mose is a good pick for this. Um. That's so it's nice. Like, all episode, they, like, hold hands. I, I, they probably kiss again at one point. I think um, they... they, like, hug. Moses is so into it. Ned is, like, his selfish self. He does not care about anyone other than his own objective.
1: Well, he realizes he likes Moe's when they do their fake breakup.
0: Yes. Um, and that's when uh, they see uh, the three guys that have been fighting for Moses' honor all episode um, go to tackle Ned because... Of what he's doing.
1: Well, Moses holding that romantically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, this was like I really like Gordy's whole thing. I love the three guys fighting over Moses' honor and Moe's not caring at all. Me too. Um, and that they're fighting in such outlandish ways, like they have giant sumo outfits, uh, a la The Office beach games. So. It's good. Um, anything else there?
1: Let's uh, let's move on to the last episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, final episode. Right, we're, we're powering through. I don't know how long this has been so far, but I feel like we, we're doing okay. I think we are. Um, we go on to tests. I don't have a lot to say about tests either. Uh, but this is like this feels like the finale for the school aspect of Nedzi Classified.
1: It does. This like tests. Clearly feels like a finals episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and um, just should...
1: about everything is brought to a uh like a resolution point before we have the actual last episode.
0: Yep. Yeah, because we have like Ned hears from all of his teachers one more time. Hey, you got to study for this big test. Um, otherwise you're gonna fail, Mike, my... or you're not gonna get a B. Essentially, yeah,
1: he, he wants to get a B average, like yep. he promised his mom.
0: Yes um and so he has to study for all of them and so ned is not a good studier and he'll need to work uh cookie gives him his glasses and that gives a secret hideout location to the geeks which is uh pretty much the super organized squad that we saw a few episodes back
1: yeah but uh missing evelyn and who else um jay
0: is that the one that talks to himself i don't think he's there
1: that's out I thought he was there, Albert.
0: Okay, maybe Albert's there, and yeah, uh, the other one isn't. He's Jay. I
1: think that's
0: it. Yeah. Um, so Ned's going to go there. He learns how to study. There's like, what happens here? Like, what what is this segment? Gordy has someone else. Oh, yeah, uh, we do learn that Gordy had someone else take a uh, test for him in med school, and yep. that got him picked out. So we should have been making like a big list this whole time of like facts about Gordy. We should have. Yeah. Next time we watch Neds, we'll do it. <laughs> um and then Mo's is doing a like uh dating test. A
1: compatibility, compatibility test. Compatibility
0: test. Uh these are something that I liked to look through uh when I was like maybe in like elementary school or middle school in the CVS in my town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh would be like teen beat would have the latest like relationship quiz like would this person make a good boyfriend and i'd always check it out teen zine yeah um what types of questions would you have on a relationship on a compatibility test ren
1: uh what's my favorite color
0: all right so yeah. so you would put that down
1: yeah i i want to know i want my perfect partner to know what my favorite color is yes okay good uh how do you make the water come out Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm I, I need someone to help me make yeah. sure lot come out of the fountains. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really only need two, right?
0: I think that that's it. Yeah. If you know the answers to those, you'll know if that person's going to be a good partner or not. Uh, the scoring here makes no sense. How do you mean? <laughs> so, Moe's will look at Feynman for one, and then look at Ned for the other, and then be like, okay, Feynman gets the point here over Ned. Ned gets instantly zero points, and Feynman gets like ten. Yeah. And then at the end, Feynman got a 95 and Ned got a 0.
1: Well, that's because Feynman gets a 5-in-1 category.
0: Yeah, what category? Do we know? I
1: didn't, I didn't see.
0: Like, I, that's what was bothering me. Is What would Moe hear Feynman say something and be like, eh, that's a 5. Like, it's not a 0, but it's a 5.
1: Maybe he likes soccer too much?
0: It could be that. Yeah, it's going to be his downfall, ultimately. Um, and uh evelyn and cookie are now dating
1: that's right but uh cookie wants to get out of it
0: yes so this is like it's the way that the writers looked at these setups were like let's make sure these characters all get some kind of like closure and so in order to do that for evelyn we have to get her and cookie together even if it's not gonna last they need to be together so it can end and that's what this is. So they get together. Cookie puts together a compatibility test. Which, in
1: which... is the uh, B-plots from season one he did.
0: Yes. It's just having Evelyn do B-plot related things. Like jumping on a trampoline and scoring a basketball. Or looking at... Uh, I liked the ink plot test that Cookie gave her. Yep. And was like, what does this make you think of? And the first picture is literally a cookie. Um, And I like that. And as uh, Cookie's going through this, Seth Powers, out of nowhere, is... <laughs> Kind of like, he sees Evelyn score the basket and he's like, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, and then Cookie throws some of the ink blots uh, like behind him and Seth catches one and looks at it and goes, huh, Cookie. Um,
1: Seth's looming presence tonight yeah. was just great.
0: So Seth is around and Seth is very much so on the same mindset as Evelyn. They both like the color green. Um, and... Cookie is going to he's like okay that didn't really work I'm going to come in as P Cookie. That's right, Ren. I the same P
1: not believe P Cookie came back?
0: Yeah, the same P Cookie that's going to be with us next uh in the next Survivor contest.
1: It's so perfect.
0: He'll be around. Uh he's going to be doing his cookie thing. I'm. I love that Pea Cookie is here. It makes me very happy. And I love
1: that Evelyn has her own little Pea Cookie outfit.
0: Yeah. So she, uh, he does that. He's like, I'm gonna scare her away. She's gonna have no clue what's coming. Then she's gonna be wearing a similar outfit, and he's gonna be like, Oh, uh, maybe this is Evelyn, because he kind of comes around to it. He does. He's like, Oh, like, Evelyn is actually like, we have a lot of things in common, and like, even she has this outfit, and. So he kinda comes around to it, and then that's when Seth steps into the shot (laughs) and is like, we both are tall and we both like the color green. So they're dating now.
1: Yeah. Uh specifically, she breaks up with Cookie because of the compatibility test.
0: Yeah. Um so a big win for Cookie, I mean that's what he wanted, but I don't know. He He gets what
1: he wants in the most painful way possible. Yeah. Which I think is good writing
0: yeah no I, I think it is pretty good writing um right i don't like is cookie gonna yeah cookie will end up with Lisa Zemo. we think
1: i don't I, like. i can only assume
0: it doesn't that doesn't need to happen for me to feel satisfied
1: yeah so i do think it will happen
0: yeah um i mean otherwise here right ned's gonna uh ned has this moment he fails the it's almost like a dramatic moment
1: it is it has dramatic music
0: yeah uh ned's like slower music ned's gonna ace all of his tests and then he's gonna turn around and through kind of like a a little bit of a um like the michael scott paper company uh the dunner mifflin commercial that michael makes where the paper flies from one person to another the quiz after moses done with it ends up being like going through one hand to another to another and then ned happens to see it on the ground and he says I may have just aced, uh, is it Cookie he says this to?
1: No, it's to the two random nerds. Okay,
0: so random nerds are like, oh, let's go celebrate. Aren't you happy? And Ned's like, I may have just aced these tests, but I may have just failed the most important test of my life. Wow, as he looks to see, he got a zero compared to Feynman's 95. Uh, If it weren't for the fact that it was like a teen magazine, this moment might work.
1: Yeah. It's it's a little, it's goofy.
0: Yeah. Uh, and But it, it doesn't try to be goofy, that's the thing with it. Is it. I think it's really playing, like...
1: It is, it's trying to yeah. be a serious moment and be like, oh no, Ned. Or no, Den, you messed up.
0: No. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Ned um, finds that in order to be successful, he has to be his opposite self.
1: Den Ibgib. Yeah. So if you've been watching Moon Knight, that's kind of what's happening there.
0: Um... Mark backwards, is that cram? <laughs> yeah, uh, that did nothing for me. The whole like name backwards bit, being himself. He does become a nerd uh, and so like a geek. And so that's why he's failing so much of Moses' quiz. Like every time Moses looks at him, he's a disaster. Like he's a nerd. He's like, doesn't look good. He's hanging out with a weird group of people, so. Um, and so that's when we get to our final segment, Ren. You ready?
1: When you like someone who is going out with someone else.
0: Yes, perfectly set up. We have Moe's going out with Feyman. Ned likes Mo. A uh, Ned likes Moe's. Um, and so Ned's gonna go to Gordy, and
1: spend six hours of his school day spend... talking about Moe's.
0: Yes, we're gonna get a few jump cuts here. Gordy at uh, so Gordy's gonna be like. What's the whole deal with you two? Like, can you like tell me like what's going on? Because it's weird. Ned's like, this is what's going on. Ned starts from the beginning of their history, like them in preschool or whatever. Gordy starts to knit, uh, knit something. Uh, We then see, uh, okay, two hours later, Ned is pretty much like still talking. Gordy's like, just tell me like what happened recently. And Ned tells him, oh, like I failed Moses quiz gordy's like oh, okay well here's what you have to do like you'll be ready when you are ready to say these five words like i admit to liking mo's
1: no bryce mm-hmm. it's Susie is gone forever oh now. Susie's. yes yeah,
0: susie has gone forever and i like Moe's. so that's all Ned needs to say so ned looks at it and then freezes up he's like oh no um and so we get another two-hour jump cut gordy is now pretty much um Gordy's now wearing the sweater yep. that he knit, and um, that's when Ned finally. Ned's like, "Okay, Gordy, can you go find out from Mose if Mose likes me? Because if she doesn't, it'll completely ruin our relationship, like our friendship. Um, but if she does, then it won't be so bad." Okay, so Gordy's like, "Sure." Uh, This Again, not appropriate. This is like Chops telling uh, Feynman that he needs to work on his
1: kisses. (laughs) Janitors shouldn't be involved in the love lives of middle schoolers?
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Controversial statement? (laughs)
0: No. Uh, And so... uh, Hold on. As we're talking, actually, Red, I just uh, got a Mitchell Gonzalez request $4 for a date with Coconut Head.
1: Fantastic. Okay.
0: <clears throat> Good.
1: Um... <laughs> uh... Do you think Mitch has ever listened to an episode of the podcast? No, not at
0: all. <laughs> not at all. And that's okay. That's why n- him okay. being on for the finale will be perfect.
1: Well, I mean, this literally would not have happened without him.
0: Uh, I don't think that's true
1: i mean the idea of i feel like watching stuff came from the sandler thon which mitch was a big part of
0: mm-hmm.
1: I-, I think we you know not like a producer credit but like a thank you in the credits like okay thanks mitchell Special mention. yeah yeah uh
0: i can't wait yeah i can't wait to have him on next week and have him having not watched all of the show that we just watched
1: <laughs> i the think finale. there's a chance he may not even watch the finale <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just sent him $4 so he better watch it He has no excuse not to
1: I'm just saying right now I think there's a 50-50 chance he we may not watch it Yeah I wouldn't put it past him.
0: Um, I'll remind him I'll text him and I'll say like uh, We're looking forward uh, We're super excited it's the finale Of the show And Our podcast Me too miss you Oh that's sweet Mitch
1: That's nice
0: um. Okay, so back to Ned's run.
1: Yeah.
0: So Gordy is gonna go and ask Mose. Mose is gonna essentially, at the end of the day, be like, "Okay, I like Ned, but Gordy, you can't tell Ned that because it'll ruin our relationship." So Gordy knows this information, but is is sworn to secrecy. Secrecy. By, he can't tell the, the other.
1: By the triple promise on the volleyball of truth.
0: Yes, uh, which Mose just carries around in her locker um so has that and then ned gives some advice about how to be the nice guy um uh, is this where this is what i guess here he gives some advice as well about how to be the nice guy
1: oh yeah he's being extra nice to mose while cookie eliminates lisa's dates
0: yes yes so cookie yeah i wrote the same thing cookie's gonna eliminate lisa's dates <laughs> cookie wants lisa's lisa all to himself his final option is to just simply eliminate all of her dates i was like what is he gonna do and sadly we don't see it
1: well we see him catch a few of them in a net
0: okay yeah
1: he we see that he traps him traps yes in the uh, in the room room.
0: yes um which i love that that's been brought up also um good thing that they didn't find Krubs' secret entrance
1: (laughs) or else they would have been free
0: yeah they would have gone now that would have not been good um and so yeah ned's gonna be really close to moe's ned's like oh if i get really close to moe's moe's will when she leaves feyman like me finally um gordy uh <laughs> gordy overhears an important conversation with feyman and principal Crubs
1: and feyman's coach
0: yes uh feyman has made the brazilian junior national soccer team.
1: That's right. And now he has to choose between Jennifer or soccer.
0: Yeah. As a middle schooler, so like, like, any other show would be like, wow, he's a jerk for choosing soccer. As a middle schooler, he's fine. Yeah. I'd choose, yeah, choose soccer.
1: The show is pretty girl. honest about it. I mean, even he's excited. Yeah. When he gets to pick soccer and Him and Moe's end on good terms.
0: Yeah. um, And so... Uh, Gordy's going to go tell Ned. Cause, so, Feynman's going to say, okay, I have until 2.30 to decide. Or for you to decide, Jennifer. He decides to put it into Jennifer's hands. Mose's hands. Uh, which is a choice.
1: I mean, we got to give her something to do.
0: Yeah, so Mose now needs to choose between soccer. Uh, no, has to choose between <laughs> Ned or Famine. Um, By the end of the day. Gordy knows this. Gordy tells Ned, Ned, you have to tell Mose that you like her before the end of the day. Or else then Moses is going to tell Feynman to stay. Okay. So Ned is going to run. Uh, even. Yeah, so Ned's going to run to tell Mose. Before doing so, he gets stung by a bee. Yep. Because he's going to grab flowers. Get stung by a bee. His lips are going to blow up. Uh, going to go to tell Mose. Moes will have no clue what he's saying. And that's when the nurse, Ren. Mrs. We haven't Unsucker. seen forever. Honey, what's her name? Unsucker. Unsucker. Yeah, that's what I thought. she's going to show up and she's going to be like, well, um, Ned, you got to come here. You got to take this stuff. It's going to make you sleepy. But Ned's like, I can't stay here. My lips are better. I got to go tell Mo. So Ned's going to run off after taking those meds to go tell Mo's. Um, Carmelo, what do you think about that one?
1: Come on, Ned. That's not your best plan. (laughs) Thanks, Carmelo.
0: Yeah. Um, I really thought that this was going to be the week Carmelo's into the plan. <laughs> I think one of these weeks, Carmelo might be like, Ned, that's a good plan. That's Maybe the best next plan. week. Who knows? Um, I'm also excited that Carmelo's going to be chiming in and giving probably some commentary when Ned's making decisions about his alliances and Survivor. <laughs> yeah. So, alright. Ned is going to try to tell Moe's again. He'll fall asleep. Um, Lisa ...and Cookie are alone at last, but Lisa's upset that all the boys are leaving her alone.
1: Those ugly guys? They're probably just stupid.
0: (laughs) Is that what Cookie
1: says? That is what he says. (laughs) Verbatim? Yes, exactly! He says that exactly! I don't- okay. It's 30... when they're in the hall together. She's upset about uh, yeah. everyone being gone. He says, those ugly guys, they're probably just stupid.
0: So, like, this brings me to a very popular convention in Ned's. Is, let's make our characters have to make a tough decision. Well, not make a tough decision. Let's make our characters do something that they know is wrong. And Then they'll go through with it. And then they won't, like, they'll feel guilty afterwards. So yeah. they undo it. Or they apologize. Right. So he's mm-hmm. going to... D- let all the boys out after he's trapped them all, and like that's kind of it for cookie and Lisa here
1: yeah he's uh he's just happy to hang out with her whenever she's free,
0: yeah uh and cookie though runs into gordy um well what what happens how do how do cookie and gordy find each other?
1: I honestly don't remember. I have Cookie does the right thing and frees the guys. Yeah. Then Ned gets trampled and early hunting tools. Okay. Those are my notes for this next sequence.
0: Yeah, so because um, they're going to wake Ned up to be like, Ned, you got to go tell him. Uh, go tell Mose It's 225. I think Gordy passes the janitor, sees Ned, and is like, Ned, you got to go tell him. Ned goes, but like you said, gets trampled. I think the boys are running to Lisa probably.
1: Oh, and Cookie must be in the wave with them.
0: Yeah, I would guess so. Uh, and so that's when Cookie and Gordy connect. And I think Cookie's uh, Gordy's the one that's like, Cookie, listen, Ned and Mose like each other. And Mose is going to tell Feynman to stay because Ned didn't say anything. But Ned told me I couldn't tell Moe's. And that's when Cookie's like, you can't say it, but you can send it in a note. So, Gordy's gonna go... Gordy's been, like, called Cupid all episode. Yeah. We're gonna see Gordy in a diaper, which is... I didn't need it.
1: I think it's interesting that they had a bow and arrow on the table, and they choose the slingshot.
0: I thought that was interesting, too.
1: Like, th- that's clearly the joke. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, just, I just wanted to acknowledge it.
0: Yeah. Uh, But no, so they're gonna... Gordy's gonna write this note, Ned likes you, Underline likes a lot. Uh, send it out there. It's gonna hit Mose right before she talks to Feyman, and Mose is gonna say, "Feyman, go play soccer."
1: And Feynman is so excited he doesn't have to stay in America.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. And then Ned and Mose, they are they like each other. They're gonna go meet up.
1: This this next sequence was hilarious.
0: We get a song.
1: Everyone clapping as they go to each other. Yeah. One guy shouts, "Go get her, Ned!"
0: yeah it was really good we get the lyrics of the song say Ned and moe's liking each other they met in kindergarten they were best friends too but Ned and moe's are liking each other is really something new a slow walk (laughs) through love's door there he goes um so that's gonna be as they like run to each other the lighting is perfect everything's great they're gonna embrace each other just when susie's back
1: and then she hugs them both
0: yep Wow! 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 Great ending. It's good. Going into the finale. Again, though, Su- like Susie Crabgrass should not like him. But, uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Um, it was a really good ending. Uh, what do you think, Ren? What's gonna happen? Any predictions for the finale?
1: For the finale, who's Ned gonna choose? Moe's one of the main characters in the series, or Susie? Someone who the series has consistently ignored since day one. (laughs) I-I-Oh gee, who knows?
0: Mm -hmm. If Ned chooses Moe's over Susie, does Susie, like... Like, Susie should never speak to Ned again.
1: I mean, like, Ned's... I I like the general relationship drama in Ned's a lot better than Cory in the House, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's handled well. Characters are characters, it's fun and funny. The dynamics, when they're good, they're very good. Yep. Like, but the thing, I think the weird thing about Ned's is that the best pairings are always the ones they don't want together. Mm-hmm. Like, Ned and Missy, so much funnier, so much more endearing than Ned and Susie ever was. Yeah. Or, like, Susie and Seth, so much funnier and so much more endearing than Susie and Loomer ever were. Mm-hmm. <clears> hmm <throat> I Like, I don't know.
0: No. Um, Ren. Do you want to rate these episodes?
1: Yeah, Bryce, what did you think about money and parties?
0: Um, Let's see. Let me just try to frame things. I think like a 7. A 7? Seven? 7.5. Yeah. It's hard. When you watch four episodes together, it's really hard to like try to it is. think about each one. But I'm going to try to do that here. I think 7.5.
1: So, let me think. I wasn't. I thought parties was a lot better than money. Yeah. But I didn't think money was. You know, money felt a bit s- standard for me. But mm-hmm. I did like parties. Yeah. Mm. I think. I think I'll give it a seven overall.
0: Okay. Yeah, I felt like that's where I'm at. Is I. I, I think these episodes are going to be like in like the six to like, eight range for me. I think so too. Um, because like spring fever, school newspaper. Spring Fever was a lot of fun. School newspaper was also a lot of fun. Um, probably my favorite. Not neither were my favorite segments, but my favorite episode of the night.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: just like as a package deal.
1: I think over. I think it was the overall highest in quality of the four. Yeah, tour. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I think I'll. Uh, <clears throat> I I think I'll actually give it an eight point five. I. Mm-hmm. It w- it was weird. The the Halliburton stuff was very weird. Yeah, but I I kind of like that they were able to get that through. Mm-hmm. It's it's just such a bizarre thing for Ned's to focus on. Oh yeah, but like I liked Spring Fever. Mm-hmm. I liked the school newspaper shenanigans. I always, uh, you know, I was part of a school newspaper in high school and community college. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that has like a special part for me. Um,
0: uh, what about Health and Jealousy?
1: Health and Jealousy, <clears throat> I. Wasn't as interested in this one. It makes some good, uh, progress and has some really, really funny moments. Yeah, like uh, the doll. Yeah, <laughs> just perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't like Ned's, uh, ass itch. Yep. Larry the Dummy is yeah, it's fun, but you know it starts out a bit too gross-out humor for me. Okay, and I think uh, Cookie's mood swings with I mean specifically with like the tuna sandwich kid yeah but like uh in cookies moods things i don't really think i'm done with it uh, i did like that's the problem like there are lousy parts in these episodes but mm-hmm. then there are, there's some of the funniest stuff yes we've seen in like the series jealousy
0: was a very solid segment
1: damn yeah okay i think i'm gonna give this one a 7.5 yeah it's helpful I- brings it down for me but jealousy was fun
0: yeah i'm sitting in the same range where jealousy was if it was like i think a, like a pairing not like the pairing would make sense but if like parties and jealousy were together that might be a 10. like that it might be like those yeah, kind of energies um but no it's because it's um health and jealousy it's a 7.5 health was not a fun ride for me no so uh, and then lastly tests and when you like someone who's going out with someone else ren what is your rating?
1: This is all of these are tough. All of mm-hmm. these are tough to pin down. For this one, I like that test, you know, pretty definitively wraps up the school side of things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't imagine the next episode is gonna have too much in the way of academics anymore. No. Uh I like the idea of Moe's pitting Ned and Feynman against each other to figure out, you know, what she likes best about them, but I think ned being dead for most of the segment Mm -hmm. is a knock against it but i do like the everything between cookie and evelyn is handled hilariously
0: yeah no i i it is very funny um
1: but i think my problem might be that mm -hmm. the second segment i think it might be too story heavy yeah like it's clearly trying to set the stage for the finale yes and i like how it ends and i do like where Like where everything is right now, Mm -hmm. you know. Cookie and cookies at least uh, made peace with the fact that he might never be with Lisa. Yep. And there's the Susie element complicating Ned and Moe's being very much ready to be with each other. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just not uh all that funny. Mm -hmm. Beyond that.
0: Yeah, I think Gordy was so prominent in the second segment because they needed humor. Yeah. So they were like, "Let's just have Gordy be heavily involved because he brings humor."
1: Because otherwise, there's really not much to it. It's just no plot along.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna give them. I think a seven. A seven. Yeah, I don't love tests. I didn't love tests, but I liked. I liked the story elements of when you like someone.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I think. I think i'll give it another 7.5 okay it, it we're it's the stage has been set for a decent finale mm-hmm. it so,
0: definitely has been
1: good night of yeah. episodes not not ned's best but definitely not bad
0: no red have you looked at the chart that's in this spreadsheet at all
1: the uh the episode chart mm-hmm. the one that's going up and down and spiking yeah <laughs> yes i yeah. have
0: i love that you can see where season two is um,
1: that that curve that dip right at the bottom
0: yeah yeah it goes right down right down um we were so low on it and then season three came back and that was pretty good it had like one dip another dip but we good so friend we're moving into the finale next week
1: yeah next week we'll be done with neds and then the week after that survivor
0: yeah we're on to next week uh Well, is it Survivor and then, yeah, Survivor and then Jump Intermission?
1: Yep, it, oh wait, how should we do it? Or is it
0: Jump Intermission and then Survivor?
1: What what do you want to do? You want to do Survivor before or after Jump Intermission?
0: Let's do Survivor, well, uh, yeah, let's do Survivor and then Jump Intermission. Okay. Because then it's like, okay, we, like, the stage is set, we're gonna do some Jump In, and then it's like, whatever we're doing.
1: We need a new theme song. Yeah, yeah. We got to pick a new genre of music.
0: Uh, Yeah. I guess
1: it'll depend on what wins.
0: It will, yeah. Because it's really, it's, you just said, uh, I think you had said, like, I want something jazzy. And I was like, okay, I'll put a jazz song in then. So, yeah, and it's nice. I actually have, um, I have rights now to some songs. So, to like a song collection. So, we can actually, I I, I don't need to just piece together random songs on um, (laughs) GarageBand, like 30-second loops, but... All right. Uh, well, it'll be fun. You'll be here. Mitch might, and um, <laughs> we'll have a
1: blast. I uh, end ending Ned's with Mitch is gonna be such a ride.
0: Well, we started the season with Destiny. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense to have Mitch come on, and it's like it's nice. It's like we're crossing off all of like the bucket list people that we would want to have on.
1: We are. Well, <laughs> I. Is that everyone? Are we missing anyone?
0: I mean, yeah, pretty much. I don't know who else. Dennis.
1: Den- get Dennis on. Depends on. Yeah. What's, what's Dennis up to? Let's see his uh. Let's see his IMDb.
0: Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know who else there would be. Um.
1: He was in a few episodes of Julia recently playing Chaz.
0: Oh, that's big. Is that an is it HBO Max?
1: That is HBO Max.
0: That's pretty big. Wow, HBO guy. Dennis. He's always struck me as an HBO guy.
1: He he he's very much an HBO guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that's all we got for you today. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I <laughs> hope that you take care. Lily just sneezed. Could you hear I her heard. sneeze? Yes, I Unless did. Bless you, Lil. I hope you all take care and have a great rest of your day. Bye, everyone.
1: Hope you guys enjoyed the sneezeatorium. <laughs> The other, 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 the, 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 the